Welcome to our God's Word for Today devotional. And thank God for another day. Let's continue to read 2 Peter. And we are here already in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 19 to 21. And we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed, to which you will do well to pay attention, as to a lamp shining in the dark place, until the day dawns, and the morning star arises or rises in your hearts. Knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man. But men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Now yesterday we learned about people who mocked that the Bible or Jesus is a hoax or he is not a real person. But here, Peter continued to argue that we have a sure word of prophecy. So let's honor the scriptures, particularly to the prophetic word of God as written in the scriptures. Now, prophecies could, could be classified into two categories. Some prophecies are fulfilled while the others are yet to happen. Prophecies, for example, regarding the birth, life, death, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ had been fulfilled. So the prophets in the past, like Jeremiah, Isaiah, Micah, they wrote about the life, the birth, and the sufferings or the passions of Christ, even the book of Psalms. But there are prophecies about Jesus' return as the judge and the king, and we are yet to uh, expect that to happen. They are something in the future. We know that we, we are still in a world where sin and darkness had, I mean, reign. The Bible tells us that Satan rules as the prince of the power of the air. So we do still live in a world of darkness, but God's word, particularly his prophecies, are described by Peter here as lamps in our darkness. They are lights in our darkness. In other words, the words, particularly the prophecies, motivate us, enliven us, and prepare us. But these lights or these prophecies or lamps will no longer be needed when Christ returns. As John said in 1 John chapter 3, verse 2, Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared, but we know that when he appears, we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is. So the prophecies will no longer be needed when there will be a revelation. So the revelation is the fulfillment of the prophecies of Jesus coming in the future. And as Peter described here, like the breaking of day, Jesus is the morning star who shines in our hearts. So the morning star that we see means that we are on the breaking of day. It means that morning is coming. In his vision, the Apostle John also writes in Revelation chapter 22, verse 16, talking about Jesus as the morning star, he wrote, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. 
So Jesus is coming very soon as he is the morning star that marks that there is hope, there is light. Did not Jesus claim that he is the light? He said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. John 8, verse 12. And as such, he will bring lasting light unto the world, especially our hearts. And it's interesting that when we will be ushered in heaven, there will be no more sun, there will be no more need of stars and moon and sun, particularly because he is the light. God is in our presence and he will be shining us our light. This darkened world today is full of scoffers as there were many scoffers during the time of Peter. They mocked the prophecies of Christ's soon return. But for us believers, we look forward for his coming. Titus 2.13 says, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So we take this promise at face value. Why is it that the unbelievers, the mockers, the scoffers, they mock the, the, the prophecies and the word of God? Because they are blinded by Satan. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Thus, these unbelievers, they have hearts that are darkened. And if they are not enlightened by the light of the gospel, they will, be, they will not be able to see this light. And they will not have hope. But for us who knew or who know the Lord Jesus Christ, he is the light that can give us hope. Resultingly, we have this expectation and hope that Whatever he said in the scriptures, the prophecies are going to be fulfilled, surely, don't we? As Paul said in Romans chapter 15, verse 3, For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. So hope is not just wishful thinking, it is the certainty that whatever is written in the scripture will happen heaven and earth shall pass away but my words will never pass away jesus had certified or had promised assured us that heaven and earth will pass away but his word will never pass away it will come to pass so we should hope Psalm 18 verse 30 says, This God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. So Jesus would never lie. God will never lie. God's word is neither a result of man's imagination, as people accused, nor by his will. So it's not an invention of man. Although the spirit moves holy men to write the scriptures, Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, all scripture are inspired by God. The word inspired means God breath. So the Bible, the Bible that we are reading right now is written by more than 40 authors in a span of 1,500 years. 
66 books. These are books that the Holy Spirit has used men, holy men, to write. Not to write their own opinion, but they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So this is the reality that should cause us to honor the Word of God. The Bible is not an ordinary book. It is the book, a divine book, the holy book. So let us honor the scriptures. Otherwise, if we reject it, we reject the truth. And the repercussion if we reject the truth is that there will be an impending judgment. Jesus has warned us, as I close here, he said in John chapter 12, verse 48, when he was talking and teaching, there were many people who despised his teaching, who did not believe him. And this is what he warned in John 12, verse 48. The one who rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. So his words will be the judge. The word that he despised, the words that he hear and he did not consider, they will hear it again. But it would be too late because that would be the basis to judge them. So let's honor the scriptures today. Let's continue to embrace the word of God. Hide it in our hearts. Let's cherish the word of God. Like the psalmist, let us cherish in our hearts and we say, the word is a lamb unto my feet and a lamb unto my path, so that we'll be guided that we'll not sin against God. May God help us. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you that you have reminded us again about the, the truth that we believe that it's not just a hoax. It's, it's written by holy men, move better. Holy Spirit, so that we can trust that it will be fulfilled, Lord. Thank you for the reminder that your word is eternal. It is unchangeable. Heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will remain. Thank you for this assurance that you can really believe the scriptures. And we pray that you will continue to cultivate in us the love to hear and obey the word of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.